0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Sam Gagne, your daily Sam Gagne podcast on all things Sam Gagne. Sam Gagne is my dad. Sam Gagne is my mayor. Sam Gagne is my president. And Sam Gagne had a hat trick to defeat the Nashville Predators on Thursday night. These moments don't happen often, folks, and we're going to live it up for all it's worth. I'm Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi with me as always longtime Red Wings fan and kidney stone survivor Ethan Smith. Ethan what's going on? How's it going? Uh, I'm, I'm in shock. That's not the energy I was hoping you bring. Let's kick it to Scotty Bentley host of the Scotty Bentley sh- or host of the Bentley show. I'm gonna get it right one day. Man, it's, uh, all right. it's hard. What, what do you got for me Scotty? You got some energy? Hey man, February 25th, 2021
1: will always be the Sam Gagne. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is reminiscent. From here of the, on out. I mean, the fact that they got the win in it, too. Like, there are times where, like, silly things happen, but, like, they won't ever be remembered because sure. uh, the, the entire remains, game like, was a shit, shit kicked. Thing. Well, yeah. I mean, so, okay, let's, let's, where do you guys want to start with this? Because the Red Wings absolutely under no circumstances should have scored five goals tonight. They (laughs) did anyways. Uh, The, I mean, both of Sam Gagne's goals were terrible. He scored the second goal uh, and the fourth goal. Uh, The first, the second goal was from behind the goal line, just kind of banked it in off Pecorino absolutely terrible. And just (laughs) when you think it can't get any worse, uh he's like coming he's like like four feet uh in front of the goal line and he shoots it like sideways and it, it looked like a pass and then it hits it the was inside of his pad i and think then, it was yeah that was, okay, was that's trying- just as bad of a goal <laughs> than below the goal line yeah that, yeah that's just oh yeah oh yeah. oh yeah both terrible uh and then he, he, th- he throws an absolute dart on the board uh for no the look, empty netter dart yeah, our hash marks just just a hat
2: trick. The most beautiful. improbable <laughs> hat trick you'll ever seen scored in the NHL. It was yeah,
0: ridiculous. it was unreal, but isn't that unprobable? I mean, Sam Gagne, we all know. The funny thing is, is we all know Sam Gagne's entire NHL legacy can be boiled down to one game where he scored a ton of points inexplicably. This is not very off brand for him. That's
1: fair. I think. It's it's fascinating to me how even outside of his, how none of the five of these goals were like super good goals. But his specifically were unbelievably I, I don't like calling really anything lucky, but like no, it, yeah, that was all luck. three of them yeah. were it, no, it's that- like it's unbelievable how every time he scored. You were like, okay, well, that was a fluke. That's not happening again. then he did it a second time. You're like, all right, well, this is getting out of hand. And then the across ice, no luck dart right between the pipes. It just the gift that kept on giving.
0: So, well, and you haven't even gotten to the best part of it all, which is the fact that he was in the lineup tonight for Franz Nielsen, who spent his first game on the taxi squad. It is hauntingly poetic. That Franz Nielsen's last game before going to the taxi squad, he took a puck in the crease and he fired it into the netting. And then Sam Gagne scored three goals in his place in the way that he did tonight. It was just beautiful. 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 No other way to describe it. Uh, The Adam Arnie goal, too. Or sorry, you looked like you were (laughs) going to voice some displeasure with something. And there's, there's,
2: I just, guys, I'm in shock. I still like, you know, when there's four minutes to go in the third period, I'm like, they'll blow this lead. They're only in Oh yeah. Game. And then, <laughs> and then it gets a hat trick. All right, dude. Sorry, you can keep <laughs> I'm just still lost in thought.
0: So, yes, the so uh, okay. I want to kind of uh, take this into a little bit of a separate. He three because, goals on four shots. Sorry. Yeah, and thirteen like, hey. and and thirteen twenty six ice time, which is just. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Talk about,
0: talk about <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what, what an efficient player, Jesus Christ!
0: Oh man, okay, this, so- this goes
2: back to his eight goal game when he was on Edmonton. You know, like right, this, is, real, this may be the second most efficient game he's ever played in his career.
1: The fact did- that three and 13 is second most efficient, although, <laughs> by the way, is just
0: beautiful beautiful what well he a hadn't guy. even scored a goal in 18 games too like i think that's the part of it too that make like, it up for lost is, time. is an extra like hey here here's some extra weird stuff just to sprinkle it on in here unbelievable um but i i do want to talk a little bit because yes it was absolutely preposterous that all of those goals that went in went in the adam ernie goal uh another one yeah is another one and not only the fact that it was a terrible goal to give up it was a goal straight out of nhl uh like 18 like it, it was a glitch from years past where you would shoot the puck it would hit the goalie's blocker and then like rainbow like over his the, head yeah yeah and he do, <laughs> do that like the animation he'd, yeah so he, he'd do the in. uh yeah. the around the world animation right. completely yep. miss yep. everything and then you just smack it right in yep. that is what happened Minus the around the world animation from Pekka he just straight up
2: couldn't find it. Just that's like I was just watching that game, man. It just hurt to watch like him, like not you know, just as a goalie, it hurt to watch like I don't care, like we won the (laughs) game, but like just the fact that like (laughs) everything that could go wrong for this poor man today went wrong. That little spinning shot, what was it? That was Ganyar's second. That was just like the uh, turnaround. It went right off the, yeah. off the boot yeah, of his pad. The, and the pass
0: to, to Ryan. Like yeah, that's just pass, one yeah.
2: that he's, he's just trying to cut out and and block the pass. He's like, I got it. And it just hits the right spot and goes right underneath his pad. And then the, 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 the blocker, he picks up the puck late and he's getting his blocker up there. And he's like, okay, I got it. And he's looking over his shoulder and he sees like, he you noticed your defenseman's looking the other way you know, like, oh no, it's on the other side. <laughs> and by the time he turns around, it's already in the net. Like just the amount of things that went wrong for this <laughs> Like, I like the oh, look he's on the other side. <laughs> and not even to mention the fact that he let in a goal from below the goal line on top oh of the that I just mentioned. Yeah,
0: yeah just, that was oh. that's almost like an afterthought at this point. The I, below the odd. goal line goal.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's the fact that it's not it's not the worst goal he gave or maybe not worse is the wrong word. It's but time now. for the worst goal. Right. Out. Not <laughs> the unluckiest goal he gave up. That not, is unbelievable.
0: Oh man. You, you
2: may never see another. And, and uh, the like the, the epitome of unlucky <laughs> goaltending <laughs> in the rest of our lives, watching hockey. We might Unruh. not like every single goal that he let in. I mean, even Glenn Denning on his, knees. I was like, just going to say, goalie. we have
0: not even talked yeah. about the Glenn Denning goal yet. You, I completely won. forgot Luke the Glenn Denning, Denning goal. Happened. Yeah, one. Well, first off, first off, first off, I don't like the the nastiness with the tone that you just treated <laughs> Luke Glenn So, relax. Uh, that was a nice goal from Glenn Denning. Like that was a second effort. That was a that was as gritty of a goal as they come he like oh, tra- he gets a whack at it he gets pushed over he's on his knees he uses his hand to kind of bump the puck up to himself regain pos- or possession of it and he just backhands it again another terrible goal but a but a gritty gritty goal from the grittiest man in hockey and that that trade stock is just going through the roof i don't i don't even know if yesterday's episode <laughs> is even valid anymore because <laughs> his value trade value might be too high to even trade him
1: the fact that that was the most like deserving goal of the night is unbelievable. Like yeah. that is unreal to go look at all five goals. Be like that one is like the most like actually probably like maybe deserving goal of all five of them is un- unfathomable.
2: What do you, you got? Know, <laughs> if I let in a goal in beer league from a guy that was on his knees on a rebound and I was there and it still went in. I, that's still a bad goal. I'm still going to get made fun of because of it. But on the flippity flip, <laughs> name another player in the NHL this year that has scored a goal from his knees. I I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke
2: Glenn Denning.
0: A, a backhand goal from his knees.
2: Assistant captain right. Luke Glenn Denning does, is deserving of a first round pick in my opinion now.
0: It, it reminded me a lot Absolutely. of, of the, the Vince Carter buzzer beater from his uh butt uh, beyond the three-point line to win the, the playoff game. Sure, you guys remember that 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 yeah, was yeah. that was kind of what that Luke Lendening goal was in terms of like impact, impressiveness, and just ice in the veins in a in a big moment.
1: To keep it on Vince Carter, it's like when he won the dunk contest and did like the it's over. Like, yeah, that's how I just imagine, that, you know what I mean? Like they're just looking at it after the game. Actually, that's more Gagne. I, I was gonna like. say that's Sam Gagne after, after the empty letter, he just looks
0: yeah. into the he just oh, looks okay. into the camera. It's, it's over. over.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's Sam Gagne Holy tonight. Oh shit, incredible. <laughs> okay, we gotta how do you feel about a Friday to do at the end of the show? So we are gonna kind of end even with a little bit more shenanigans. It'll probably even get weirder than usual. But in this next segment, uh, I do want to talk about something that I, I think the Red Wings do deserve credit for, and that's the fact that they went into the third period against the best third-period team in hockey, up a goal, they got hit in the mouth, and then they punched right back. And they, And and regardless of how the goals went in, they were in and around the net, they were creating chances, they did earn themselves a lucky break tonight. The Red Wings all season have been, uh, you know, playing hard but not getting that lucky break and they got you them know, all in one game tonight and and that's okay and that's okay and we're going to talk about it in the next segment ethan so i can see you're already <laughs> angry with me for some reason but we are going to talk to the folks about bet online first okay it's the easiest and fastest way to bet on all of your sports action football might be over all right but the nba college basketball and nhl are in full swing what do you guys think the odds were tonight uh, for the red Wings to score five goals or more
1: insane yeah honestly i want to know gagne getting three i think that's probably even higher (laughs)
0: uh bet online even covers award shows tv shows and reality television they've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine they've got you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up and here's the best part folks bet online thanks to us is giving you a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do is enter our promo code LOCKDOWN. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: This is uh, Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across
0: the ice, and you're dead, seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. All right, before we get into segment two, Got to talk to you guys today about the Locked On Today podcast. That's right, folks. We're covering everything you need to know about the Red Wings, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back to segment two here at the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Noel Bianchi, Ethan Smith, Scotty Bentley. Uh I brought up before we went to break. I was impressed no matter how the goals came, no matter if they benefited from a terrible Pecorino tonight, I was impressed with the way that they fought back after Nashville tied the game early in the third, knowing that this is Nashville's MO. They come back pretty much every time they they're, they're trailing heading into the third. This was a chance for the Red Marines to go, Oh boy, here it comes and roll over and die. And they did not do that. We'll give the floor to Ethan first. Cause I can tell he's got some feelings about this.
2: You know, I get the never-say-die attitude. I mean, we were outshot by double in the third. Like, it got, like I said in the first segment, with four minutes off, I'm like, we're going to lose this game. Puck's been in our zone the entire time. But it just didn't happen. Like, I, I'm i telling you guys, I don't – This this team stresses me out when they win. Why? Enjoy
0: it. Why? Why do you expect? I, well, you I have can't. to expect. I don't know why. You, like, dude, Jonathan. Like, another reason that they won this game tonight. Maybe the reason that they actually won this game tonight. Jonathan Bernier, incredible. It's Again, thirty six mm-hmm. of thirty eight. Third straight start for the Red Wings. He's five and three on the season. A team this bad that has lost as many games yeah. as they have. You go into every single game assuming that they're going to lose, and he's five and three this year, guys
2: that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing stat. Like, I'll, I'll never knock the goaltending. It's just this team, like you said, the only reason why we've won a game this year is because of the goaltending. It's just, like, I guess I do. You're right. I do need to enjoy the the five-goal outburst. Where yeah, like, it made five, no sense they won every game against Montreal in.
0: last year, but, like, fuck it. It was the only thing that got us through the entire offseason. I know. It was awesome. You're right.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. You're right. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like that's uh it, it's
1: just like last year when we went undefeated against Montreal, like that's something that we still talk about, right? Like when undefeated against Montreal, yeah. and one of the worst seasons ever. This is the same thing. We, we're not good. We won't be good. But on February 25th <laughs> for one beautiful night, we dropped a five piece and Sam Gagne had a Hattie and that will live on forever.
0: Absolutely. So uh we, we were going through a couple of stats before we recorded, uh, two big ones that stick out. First five goal games since December 2019. Obviously, the pandemic has a little bit to do with the actual real time that has passed in between those days. But regardless, last, regardless still... it is still, it's still, I, I, would, I would have to imagine that was the longest streak <laughs> of that nature in the, the National Hockey it's League. A little tough. Uh, second, it's tough. the first hat trick uh, for the Red Wings since Anthony Mantha had four goals on op- er, in the home opener against Dallas last year.
2: Gets,
1: yeah. Four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Four piece. Yeah.
1: And that was, that was what the third game of the season in the last season. So yeah, that's good. Two good streaks there.
0: Uh, another thing I would like to talk about Dylan Larkin tonight, he was absolutely everywhere. I tweeted this out yeah. like, during the third period, but I was like, it was to the point that I, I became curious to know how many of Detroit shots on goal were a direct, like came directly from a Larkin feed. Like he Hit two posts, Christian Juice hit a post. Hey, that's another thing. Let's talk about that. The Red Wings got unlucky in that way tonight. It all evens mm-hmm. out. Water finds its level. Stop being <laughs> pessimistic, Ethan. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, and you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> but back to Del Larkin. We got on him a little bit uh following the game the other night. He hasn't been uh producing he's also just been pretty unlucky and, and you kind of saw it again tonight uh the the two posts and then like I said he was creating everywhere so that was really encouraging.
1: Yeah he looked really good like noticeably noticeably a lot better. Um I think the I mean he even probably should have scored I that mean, one was that in the second period. Mm-hmm. He posted uh had nice a little two on one. Yeah th- where he probably should have scored and and his uh, goal percentage on shots is abysmal currently. And I think it's just, uh, I don't know if it's an unlucky thing or what, but he looked significantly better tonight than he has uh, probably the last two, maybe even three games. And like you said, he was, uh, he was everywhere. And that was a very nice change of pace and probably had a lot to do with, well, I don't know about the goals necessarily, but um had a lot to do with the team's success on that side of the zone, at least.
2: You know, Scott kind of Scott basically took what I was gonna say about Larkin, Um, but he brought up two on ones. Were there how many times did you guys groan at the TV? I'm gonna be I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like Nemeskov had a two on one and he passed it at a horrible time. Like just shoot it. Like yeah. I, did you guys same, notice same that thing? one it was uh, really bad. numerous times? Yeah, that right?
0: one was bad. And then another one that drove me crazy was the Zadina. I think it was a three on one, and he tried to get it back to who was a heroic. Horrible when when like he he had the shot. Just so bad. Little stuff that bugs me. Yeah, and I get that. The the you know you take the good could have been six or seven. It could have <laughs> been six or seven. That's why you no excuse mad. That, that we did not drop seven tonight. To <laughs> there is no excuse. We should be ashamed. Ethan's not mad because <laughs> they inexplicably scored five. Ethan's mad because they didn't score eight. Unbelievable. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> saying uh another guy who i thought uh looked really good tonight was philip peronic he was like yeah and this is how i kind of i've i've said this about mantha before and it's in kind of a similar sense but like mantha you know like when he's playing well and he's like the best version of himself he looks bigger than everybody on the ice i think the same thing goes for philip ronick when he's not playing well and you know, you can tell he kind of looks like a lost puppy dog. Like he looks small out there and he's not the biggest defenseman in the world. Um, but I, I thought tonight was a night where he was kind of like, just had a lot of energy was the first guy to a lot of pucks was making an aggressive play successfully uh, when the defender got the puck near him. So uh, I, I thought he just kind of looked big tonight and that was, you're going to need that from Philip Ronick. He's going to lead you in minutes most nights.
1: Yeah, I really thought um, he looked horrible in the Florida series. Honestly, I didn't think he looked very good at all. I think uh, especially in the second game of the series, he was responsible or the first game of the series, the seven piece. Yeah, he uh, that was not a very good showing at all. I, I think that he really struggled. and I think this was a great bounce back. Um, maybe bounce back's the wrong word, but he, he looked a lot better tonight. And like you said, I don't know if it's a physicality thing or what, but when he – I I really do view it, like you said, in the same way that I view Mantha. Like, when he's on, he's on, but he's just not – it's almost like a, a switch that, like, just mm-hmm. goes on and off, and I feel the same way about Mantha on the offensive side. But he definitely looked really good
2: tonight regardless. Yeah, I think we're also forgetting the fact, too, that, I mean, Hironic's 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, and a I wasn't a man
0: for trash sure. and Hironic or anything. Like, believe me, coming into this season, I was like – please get poor little Philip Peronik some help because he's a little piss missile and uh, <laughs> they're not doing anything to help him. And I, and it was on the red wings to put help around him early. And even when he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season, we were kind of critical of Patrick Nemeth for often leaving him out to dry. And I, I think that might have crushed his confidence a little bit. It's just those situations. Like he was constantly like out there with Nemeth or stall who was like, Oh, and it's only Philip Peronik back. And that's I'm not sure really Philip Peronik's thing is being a shut down defenseman
1: nope. yeah i, I think it, it also like talent obviously has has something to do with it but i i think also just the sheer like going out and losing every night has to be at to an extent like a little bit of a of a mental like like i, I don't blame you for taking a period off mm-hmm. bro like mm-hmm. for real you know what i mean like, no matter that's, what i do you know? for sure exactly yeah. you you can be the best version of yourself and still lose four to nothing like that's got to be pretty damn demoralizing so i think that that's also and and that might be a uh obviously that's just purely a win-loss thing but it also might be a blashel thing on top of that i guess
0: well then just to add to that too um like you <laughs> you look at every time they come out for the period and they run the stash in the period before, it's like Philip Ronick leader in ice time, Philip Ronick, leader in puck carrier seconds. Like being that involved with a losing team at a young age where you're like, oh shit, this is on me. Like you're just constantly out there for goals and bad plays. And like that too has to be worse than just like being some random, you know, if he was just like a third pairing defenseman trying to find his way, No, like he is this team's top defenseman. So it is what it is i thought i thought he's uh he looked I thought really that was a good tonight. point to bring up for sure
2: i mean this team is just the team you know there's yeah. not much there's not much all these guys can do
0: like right um do either of you have anything else before we move on to how do you feel about a friday a great win a great are you happy yet ethan have i have we great convinced win. you that this was a fun time yet or two points. are you still good, good two points good, two good points. Two two points. points good, good two win
2: points. jonathan bernier deserved it another win all right, we'll see you guys on the other
0: side. Last play in this period. Every Friday on Lockdown NHL, join Joe DiBiase of Lockdown Sabres and Tom Gazzola of Lockdown Oilers as they round up the biggest stories from the week in the NHL and get you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games. From breaking down the latest blockbuster trade to sizing up the rivalry matchups on Saturday night, Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcast before we get into uh the the how do you feel about a Friday the fun part of this we do we do have to say one negative thing and that's they are now oh for their last uh 40 of the power play (laughs) all right
2: do you do you do you guys want to make a bet with me (laughs) that those are Sam Gagne's only three goals of the year
0: yeah, absolutely. That's so I do want to I do want to take that bet with you because I think the thing you're overlooking about this, and you keep calling it lucky and you're frustrated with it, the thing that you're overlooking in all of this is this is in the lineup for Franz Nielsen magic. Like that's that's what this is. And so if he continues to be takes Franz Nielsen's place in the lineup, I think the magic is going to continue, maybe not at this pace. I might even go as far as to say I bet it doesn't continue at this pace. <laughs> that's a safe bet. I feel like that's a pretty safe. However, bet. I just I just think he's got the magic. He's got the Here's he's got I the and he's got the all the entire city, Red Wings Nation, <laughs> across the earth. People buying Sam Gagner jerseys, like Dude, they're no already shit. sold out.
2: <laughs> I might get one.
1: <laughs> In my cart now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, here's my thing. Here, I think he's going to go the rest of the season without one, and then this would the most San thing ever is on the last game of the season, Hattie number two. That's yeah. my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting you, it in stone.
0: You know, retire. What? I'll completely
2: <laughs> retire if that happens.
0: I uh, I I I had a deja vu moment when he scored the second goal. Because Ken Daniels call immediately struck me in the face, shoved me in a time machine, and took me back to the last game at Joe Lewis Arena when he's like, Shane's got two. Yeah. That's he that's what Ken Daniels call and like, he's got another one. Yeah, I don't remember what real. he said, but I just remember like when it happened, it like boom, I was in a time machine back to watching the last game with the Joe and Riley Shane scored a second goal. <laughs> Uh, that that type of magic in the arena tonight you just gotta love it these these are the (laughs) never mind all right uh how do you feel about it friday we're we're gonna since it's the last segment we're making it about anything uh we've had a long week of talking about the red wings uh who wants to go first
2: um i'll go first i got one all right what do you go for um you said it could be about anything we want right yeah yeah, yeah. okay self-portraits how do you feel about it
0: what can you be more specific
2: like self-portraits my girlfriend paid two hundred dollars about six months ago to get a
0: self-portrait that's not a that's not a self-portrait that's just well, a portrait.
2: it's of her dog I mean her dog, <laughs> but like dog self it. self-portraits painting a self-portrait of yourself how do you feel about it
0: um I'm, I'm not, not artistic
2: you can be artistic you can be See, artistic I- or you can just not be about it I'm not sure. I'm
1: not sure. I am artistic enough to even comp like even have that cross my mind as a possibility. I, like I, that is never something I've never been Why like. Not? Oh, like because it would look. <laughs> I can't even. It would look like. You guys read *Diary of a Wimpy Kid*. Yeah. I would look like a stick figure. That would be it. It would just. I would. I was literally hanging on my wall would be like three strands of hair and like a stick figure. That that's what would be on my wall.
0: If, uh, if I'm being real honest, I cannot even come close to drawing as good as the illustrations in Die Every Wimpy Kid. Um, <laughs> but in saying that, uh, I don't know, like, if you're asking me how I feel about painting a picture of myself on canvas, that might be the most specific how do you feel about it Friday question <laughs> ever, to which I would say pass. Okay. And that's it. That's all I got. Okay, okay. fine kind of a weak answer (laughs) somebody else so all right how do you guys feel about business cards i have like i have ordered business cards maybe three four five times in my life for you know different reasons or whatever every single time i take 10 out of the box i put them in my wallet and then i never touch them again
1: yeah i think uh the the best use for them is like when restaurants have those raffles where you like put yours in and you might win <laughs> bowling like a, alley you're right like you might win a free entree like you know what i mean like yeah. that that's like but it yeah it, my whole set would be dedicated to that i don't see my. you know what i mean like you, you're not just out like hey or take my card you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you just give someone your email we live in the 21st kind century of, like that's just not a thing yeah
0: kind, kind of a thing of the past now because yeah hovin 100 also true
2: also true yeah okay i mean i would say like the only reason the only need i would have for business cards and really the only thing i could think of is like when you're trying to start a fire and you need some kennels, <laughs> i that's think that's great for sure i like it to have like business lot. cards just throw 15 of them in there um
0: yeah i'm with you guys all right I uh you. scotty what do you got
1: uh, so my joke one was going to be how do you feel about Green Day, but I won't put Ethan through that. Yeah, no, um, we we <laughs> uh, trust
0: me, Scotty. The podcast listeners know how Ethan feels about Green Day. <laughs> oh.
1: I so I got into a huge argument with a buddy of mine yesterday about the quality of different types of spaghetti, like the noodle itself. Ooh. So how do, how do you feel about angel hair pasta specifically?
2: Ooh, all right, okay, okay, um. I think i'm you gonna upset with some knife. people so i'll go second you definitely gotta cut it with a knife um i agree i agree definitely gotta or you know you know the people that put the whole goddamn angle <laughs> there straight out of the box into it to to boil <laughs> get out of here break, em <laughs> break it and and out. them in. why are you making me do more work to eat food it's also significantly easier
1: to just break them, obviously, when they're raw and not like yes. you're not only making me do work that you could have done. You're making me do <laughs> harder work yes. than what you could have done. Yeah, it's absolutely. Annoying.
2: There's no reason why I should have to use a knife when I'm eating spaghetti. Absolutely. That's the most efficient way to cut it once you've already messed up cooking it. All <laughs> exactly. I <wanna> is <laughs> to is more. Food. I'm so I on with this. you making it harder for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. God, saying that being said, though, I, I like angel hair a lot. It's delicious. <laughs> so,
1: no. So my my answer to him was I I prefer angel hair. I always snap in half. But as far as, like, the different kinds of, like, thickness, I, I, I prefer angel hair. And he is very anti. He likes the thick, you know, massive one noodle fits in your mouth. I don't know. I don't know. It was – i got very heated he got very heated things were set you know what i mean so. like <laughs> that's a very hot topic obviously but so so that yeah
0: okay i love angel hair pasta but i am i'm i'm very this is gonna upset all the people on this show well are you can let me back that's this weird. up i'm already very clearly not a pure italian because i pronounce my name bianchi uh but i'm not pasta sky take it or leave it like when it comes to to wow. spaghetti pasta i'm like yeah you know like i'll, I'll, I'll one of my it's favorite awesome. meals ever is some chicken parm yeah the yeah. sauce makes a huge difference um sure. one of my one of my favorite meals ever is chicken parm but like just spaghetti in general like does not get me excited in any way uh master choli uh but none of those pastas really get me that excited that being said Angel hair is is the go to when I do have uh spaghetti. Angel hair is the best. Also, one 100%. of my also one of my uh like biggest things I'm most adamant about hills I'm willing to die on is that reheated spaghetti is the worst reheated oh. food ever. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. So out. Could could not agree more.
0: Yep. That's awesome.
1: I can't yeah, I'm I, really happy I, to hear that. I, I can't think of a <laughs> single I can't think of anything like if I'm cooking spaghetti, I'm finishing the pot in one sitting. There's none of that's going in
2: the fridge. It can't. Yeah. I just, I turn on the garbage disposal before I even start pouring it
0: down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. My fit. Uh Oh shoot. I had another one. Does anybody have another one? I had, I had one that I, I can think of remember. 15 more. Oh, I yeah. can. Okay. I got, I got another one. Actually, this is. Inspired by a conversation that Scott and I had the other night, how do you guys feel when you go to sporting events instead of getting beer, getting like mixed drinks? Oh boy, uh, you know, honestly, even when I'm
2: dude, it's, that's a tough one. Um, a lot of times I feel like they one, it's gonna be more expensive than beer, which is preposterous. Yeah, um because even because beer is ridiculous and you can get 32 ounces of it for $10, but I mean, 10 bucks is still a lot. Um, yep. I just feel like, you know, it's, it's all up to the bartender's hands at that point as to how drunk you're going to get. And <laughs> I feel like when you're at a sporting event to ha- to buy something that you can get a lot of, like I said, you can get a 32 ounce beer for 12 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. That's, that's where I get my bank for my buck. I can buy two and that's it. I'm golden. Don't worry about me. But if you're getting a mixed drink, 15 bucks for what a, a gin and tonic, what vodka. And if it's weak,
0: you're just, you're screwed. screwed. You're out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The, the things that always
1: the, at Tiger games, like the big, like giant rainbow looking. Yeah.
0: Not mm -hmm. those. And we're talking right. Right, right. No, no, no,
1: for sure. For sure. Um, I, I always prefer beer over over a mixed drink uh, every time. and that's that's I can't seem like if I'm if I'm having a mixed drink, I'm I don't want, maybe this is just me like li- in liking sports too much. I don't want to get like that like I just want to be a beer or two and and feel good and be able to watch the game and be fine. I don't want to be, like falling out of my chair and like spewing nonsense in the middle of lca you know what i mean like i i don't know i i feel like that's that's a like ethan said that's a dangerous game to play and it's really dealer's choice based on who's behind the counter more than like a beer is like you're in control you know exactly how much is in there
0: another point that uh ethan made that i'm i'm right on like the number of sips that's that's kind of how like when going back to our episode from like May or something like that, we did a uh, concession stand food draft and I pretty much uh, the, my food choices are dictated by number of bites. So I like uh, nachos. I like popcorn. I like, you know, a good chicken tender basket with fries, like sure. tons of bites. I go the same way uh, with beer. Like I just want to be occupied the whole time. I want to be able to take a drink every minute if I want to. I don't understand why you would go to a game and like i I, because when i think about it i think like just tiger's game too like going to a tiger's game on an 80 degree night you're sweating and you're gonna drink this uh rum and coke get out of here right i don't trust you
2: yeah i think if, if you have to go the route of um liquor just do a shot of something you're comfortable with or drink like before you, you go in. Right. Exactly. Drink yeah, before you go absolutely. in and then just have beer. Sit beer yes. and have fun. There's yep. I yeah, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever got Me another either. mixed drink at a store. I don't think
0: beer. I have either. Uh either of you got a, a particularly good one that can't wait uh till next week and we can end the show on it. Uh, Ethan, I can tire looking around, so I know you don't actually. Ethan have just looks so around we're his not, base and goes, "How, do you, yeah. how yeah. do you feel about
1: base paint? Really <laughs> how do <good>. you feel,
2: guys?" <laughs> really it All right,
0: we should. We'll, we'll just wrap it up. This was brand
2: uh, barbecue sauces. How do you feel about it? We all know what Ethan has for dinner, huh? No?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in today. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in this week uh obviously a little bit of a different red kind hot of or
2: sweet baby rays sorry
0: <laughs> what was it
2: red hot or sweet baby rays which way you going? Go? uh
0: did the red <laughs> hot gum no like red hot sauce like i put that frank's red hot yes that's not barbecue sauce it's
2: like buffalo sauce dude what are you talking those about? are Where not, are those, are not is,
0: those are not okay, the same thing okay okay way way different consistency yeah we're having a this is a conversation for another time <laughs> i'm going that's, to get upset we're trying sauce. to head into the no it's not okay we're done sweet right. baby rays is sweet it's not it's literally in the name I, yeah, Sweet. like well, also no, in sweet baby rays leave? is like I, six I, times I mean, if, thicker than right, frank's right. red hot
2: that's no, not what i'm saying buffalo and barbecue <laughs> sauce are
0: not the same thing that's As a matter of fact, I, one of my big pet peeves is people who don't differentiate different kinds of hot sauce. Wow, like there's Even buffalo you really sauce, hit a yeah. <laughs> hot, hot fund issue, know? bro! You really struck a nerve at the I very just, end of I'm, the show. I'm appalled <laughs> that he, when we were talking about barbecue sauce, he asked me, "Sweet Baby Ray's or Frank's <laughs> Red Hot?" Is that not appalling, Scott? You really, you really struck a nerve. Is that not appalling? Really, really, we're <laughs> talking about eating. barbecue sauce.
2: That's all I'm talking about. You guys gonna put Frank's Red Hot on it? Or are you guys gonna go with Sweet Baby Rays? Where do you? Where?
1: I mean, That's I'm putting Sweet Baby Rays on it, but they're also, you know, come on, different things. Christ. No one's really upset that you just put Which those two <laughs> <laughs> so in the same category. He's contemplating his distance. response.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how I, how I can reset the momentum here, given my current. Uh, uh, mental yeah, well, state. it's
2: Friday. Thanks for listening for the week. Uh, we'll yeah. be back. Uh, it's your team uh, every day. Uh, uh, we, we, <laughs> locked on uh, Red Wings, uh, your team every day. There we go. Podcast over.
1: You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.